Hey everybody, I'm Adrian, and you're listening to Why Am I Like This? So, as you all know, today is Halloween, and that was what last week's episode was focusing on. Uh, there was costumes, candy, a pregnant nun, um, a traumatizing tooth fairy. So, if you listened to it, I hope you enjoyed it. If you missed it, uh, go back and let me know what you think. Um, Today's episode is episode four, and we are going to be focusing on starting a new job. Uh, This is the interview process, and then um, even up to the first couple weeks after you get get hired. Um, I have personally started um, two new jobs that we're going to kind of be focusing on a little bit. the first one is a little bit of the interview, but mainly the first couple weeks. And then the second job that I start um, is more of the interview process. And then and then I do talk a little bit about um, the first couple weeks there. Um, but before we get this episode started, um, the joke that I'm going to tell you today is about Halloween. Since today is Halloween. Um, what do you get when you mix a snowman and a vampire frostbite so um right after this we're going to jump in and starting our first um job the first job starting a new job the first job that i ever started was when i was 15 almost 16 and i've kind of talked about this a little bit because it was i was working in a restaurant Um, I got hired to be a hostess and the whole process is just weird. And when I talk about it, everybody's like, what? But, um, the interview that I had was, um, with a bartender and, um, my mom knew her. She was, uh, she had, was just kind of asking around like, Hey, does anybody know, know anybody looking for a job? And my mom was like, yeah, my daughter is. Um, which I was because, you know, I was about to turn 16. I was getting ready to get my driver's license. Um, so yeah, I was looking for a job and, um, I went into the interview process like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I was 16. I had, I was full of teenage angst and I thought I knew everything. The interview went fine, obviously, because I did end up getting the job and I started not too long, um, after after that the first few weeks working there uh they were they were really cool um i worked with a couple of my friends from from high school who i actually still talk to to this day and i know that (laughs) i say it like it was 100 years ago but it i really didn't graduate that long ago it was only about 10 years ago i had my 10-year high school reunion last year uh, which is a sidebar that we'll probably talk about later Um, in later episodes, not in this one. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, working there was, was, was all right. I never imagined that in those first couple weeks of being there that I would be there 13 years later. Um, that was, that was definitely not in the cards, but working in a restaurant is, it's definitely something different and it definitely takes a certain kind of person to stay there for that long. I don't know what that says about me as a person in general, but 
I had a lot of fun. Um, and those first few weeks were, of course, I was only 15, so not a lot of people were really trying to be my friend at that point, because, I mean, I couldn't drink legally. And uh, the friends that I did have, you know, they were in high school with me, so it wasn't like I was ostracized or anything, but obviously I was there for a really long time. But, you know, starting a new job, I don't really remember too much of it because, of course, it was 13 years ago and, and, you know, all that teenage angst and all that. Most of my memories from working in the restaurant are from later years when, as I had gotten older and and had become a server, those are the ones, those are the things that I really remember. Not so much when I first started. Uh, I don't really even remember many people from back then, except for the, the friends that I had, um, who I had known before then. Uh, most of the later stuff, most of the stuff that I remember is is when I was older. Um, so th- that's, that's about it for, for the first job. Um, I, I did have a lot of fun working there, um, but, you know, it's all a little hazy in the beginning, so this is all more starting a new job. Um, the, the weirdest part about all of that was, um, of course, having um, an interview with, with a bartender. Yeah, so that, that was interesting, and she actually did hire me, and I don't think I was the only person who got hired by this bartender. Um, who I ran into not too long ago, and I was pleasantly surprised that she remembered me. But anyway, that's enough of that one. So when I turned 25, I began to have a, let's call it a quarter-life crisis. And we're calling it a quarter-life crisis because I wasn't exactly midlife, but I was definitely having some kind of crisis. It's like, Oh no, I'm 25. What have I done with my life? It's like, yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but seriously, a quarter life crisis is a thing. And I was definitely in the middle of one. So I'm like, okay, I'm all gung-ho about it. I'm like, the first thing you need to do and your steps in your journey to become an adult is you got to get another job. So it's not that I didn't like um, working in the restaurant because I really did. Um, But there's not a whole lot of stability. Um, It's either you're doing really well or you're not. You're just not. There's no, like I said, there's no middle ground. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I need to find something with a little bit more stability. Um, And you know, you're not going to be young forever. You should probably find something that has health insurance or, you know, a retirement. Uh, Yeah it's terrible. Um, but no. So anyway, so I started to, uh, fill out all these applications and I I was going to all these interviews. I say all of these, like, like it was a whole lot. It might've been three or four, but it was enough that, you know, after three or four people tell you, no, it's, it's kind of like a little depressing and it's like, Oh, like I've had, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Um, so, you know, I kind of went back and I, and I was there for about another year before, before I started trying again. Um, and I just started putting out all these applications again. And at this point, this is when I got the interview for the job that I have now. 
I got the call to set up the interview and I was kind of like in this place where I'm like, maybe I should start to accept that, that I might be a loser who has really poor people skills. And so, you know, I got the interview and I'm, I'm like, okay, like I didn't really have high hopes about it because I had already been turned down. And this is year two and I keep still getting turned down. I'm like, I just do not interview well. Like I have finally accepted that about me as a person that maybe I just don't interview well. And so, um, they tell me who I'm supposed to be going to see and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, the interview was downtown. I hate downtown. I, I've literally, if I could pave over downtown and start all over, I would because every street is one way. And so if you miss your turn, it's, you're going to have to go all the way around the block before you can finally figure out where you're getting to. So I'm like, ugh, I hate downtown. But when I get there, I'm, I'm already a little bit stressed out because, because of course I got lost because I don't go downtown very often. I mean, I don't know how many times I can say this, but I really hate downtown. So, um, I'm already a little bit stressed out because, because I had gotten lost and, um, I go up, it's on the 10th floor and, um, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do because like I said, I've only really had the two or I've had a couple interviews, but I've only had the one successful interview. So I'm like talking to the secretary, um, and she's super nice. She's super sweet. And, um, she's like, yeah, have a seat. So have a seat. And I'm just like waiting. And then when I go into the interview, like literally the first thing they, that the man asked me, he's like, so did you find it? Okay. Okay. I actually need to back up just a little bit because the first thing that I noticed when I walked into this interview was that there are three people. Now, I don't know why I was thinking that it was going to be just the one person, but when I walked in and there were three people, like a panel interview, I was like, I was freaking out. I'm like, I am desperate. And I'm wondering if they can smell the desperation coming off of me. And does desperation smell like tears or wet dog? So I'm like, oh, and I know that three people is not that much more than one. But when you're only planning on having to impress one person and then there's three people in the room, I'm like, oh, no. And then so back to where we were, um, the first thing he says is, um, did you find the place okay? So I'm like, lie. Yeah, yeah, no problem. What I failed to mention is that I actually, in fact, got lost and it took me 25 extra minutes than what the GPS told me it was supposed to take. And I ended up two miles down the road um, at a place that is technically affiliated with the organization, but it is not, in fact, where I needed to be. So I'm lost and I just like pull up and they have valet parking. So I don't really need valet parking because I'm trying to find an interview and I know I'm in the wrong place. And so I just pull up and I'm like, hey, can you, can you tell me where I'm supposed to be? And he was like, yeah, so what you're going to do is you're going to go all the way back that way, which is where I was originally. Um, but I don't know how I ended up all the way down the road. 
Um, and he was actually the person who told me what the building was called. Um, so once I knew that, um, it was, it was fine. I, I ended up going back to where I was supposed to be. Um, and then I realized, I don't know how I didn't know this at the time, but there is, you cannot park anywhere for free down there. So I'm just like, so, ugh, paid parking, such a ripoff. So I paid a park, but anyway, back to the interview, I'm like, lie. Yeah, sure. Everything was fine. The interview is about to start, and I'm frantically trying to think about everything that I had learned about job interview etiquette from Google. And I'm like, oh, okay, so the first thing you got to remember is to shake their hand. And um, and then I flash back to eighth grade when um, our English teacher taught us how to successfully shake a hand, you know, not too firm, but not too weak. So I'm mentally going over um, everything it is that that I've learned via Google in eighth grade. And the interview was, you know, pretty standard. It was like, you know, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. And I'm, of course, having some kind of existential crisis in the middle of an interview, like, uh, who even am I as a person? Like, how do I explain myself? W what even am I about? Do I have any hobbies? Uh, so I, I probably said something about my kid. I really honestly don't know because I think it's selective amnesia that I'm trying not to remember. But yeah, so as I'm having this existential crisis in the middle of an interview, um, it, it continues. And then they're like, well, tell us about, you know, it's like, tell us about your your skill set or your your strengths and your weaknesses so i'm like okay skill set strengths i can say every state in america in alphabetical order and i can say my abc's backwards of course <sighs> I didn't say any of this, so don't feel too bad for me. This is like, I'm telling you, I'm having an existential crisis. This is everything that's going through my head. And I'm, you know, of course, I'm blocking out everything that I, that I did say. But, um, yeah, the alphabet thing in the, in the States. And then it's like, and your weaknesses. And I'm like, well, according to the last six companies that I interviewed for, apparently I'm an awkward loser who's unemployable. So, Yeah there's that uh it, it, it went pretty standard but when I left I called my mom and I'm like mom I am I am literally never gonna hear from those people ever again um so this actually I need to back up just a little bit because uh me and my mom we do this thing where um and literally she has been doing this with me since uh, since I started applying for new jobs and uh we had got it from this movie I can't think of what the movie is called right now. I feel like it's called The Help. Um, but I could be making that title up. But um, So she says this to me before every interview. Um, and then I say the same thing to her before um, every interview or whatever that's coming up. So she goes, you was kind, you was smart, you was important. Um, no one is more qualified than you. Um, they would be lucky to have you. Um, or some kind of variation on, on that. Um, so I had called her before the interview and she gave me my little pep talk. Um, you was kind, you was smart, you was important. And, um, and then, you know, of course I called her when I got done 
And she was like, oh, no, it couldn't have gone that bad. And I'm like, no. Seriously, Mom? Like, they... I am never going to hear from these people ever again. My mom is all like, oh, it couldn't have been that bad. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't trust your judgment anymore. Because that's what you've said for the last hundred million. I don't know if you've noticed, but the number just got bigger. Like, a lot bigger. And uh, you said it wasn't that bad then. And... All of those places have sent me the uh, thanks but no thanks um, letter. It's basically, um, it's not you, it's me. And uh, so I'm like, I really don't trust your judgment anymore because I haven't got any of those jobs. But, you know, everything did actually work out because uh, I did get the job. And uh, when the lady called me and was like, we want to offer you the position, I'm, I'm like, really are you sure like are you sure you called the right person or like you want you want to double check of course I'm not saying any of this to her because I don't want her to actually double check so I'm like okay so this must have been the thought process because if one two three and four say no then then at the like the last possible person then you can it extend the offer to her but make sure that one two three and four say no first but she's like yeah we want to offer you the position and I'm like I accept I don't even want to hear the benefits or the salary or anything else I accept because I am going to accept right now before they change their mind and realize they have offered the position to the wrong person um of course I I was so much cooler than this on the phone I'm just like yes I accept uh I did actually ask you know some questions um I didn't know what I was supposed to ask, so I'm, like, frantically Googling what kind of questions do you ask before you accept a job position. I swear, I don't, I do not understand how people survived without Google. Um, so all, all ended well for that. So I start the new job, and the first day is, like, orientation. They have this big orientation that basically everyone who's been hired, uh, not just my department, but through the whole organization goes to this, um, orientation. And then the first week was like training. Um, so I didn't actually go, or it might've been the first two weeks. Listen, it's been three years. It was either one or two weeks, but, um, where it was just, uh, training. Um, and I actually didn't go to, to my department, um, until, until after all of that was done. So I didn't see, any of these people, um, again, until, until that point. And at, at this point I had learned, you know, kind of like the hierarchy, I guess, because you've got the director and then the manager and then the lead. Um, and those were all three people who were, um, in the interview. And well, at the time I didn't know that, but I, you know, obviously I do now. And I did when I finally started. Um, and so like, I'm, I had like flashbacks from this interview for like a very long time afterwards. And the director is, is the nicest man. And like, and he would come around to, to everybody's little area and just kind of like be like, Hey, good morning. And I, I couldn't talk to him for like an embarrassingly long time. Like every time I would see him, I would like, flashback to this interview and be like okay any minute now he's gonna realize that he hired an idiot and I'm, I'm like okay <sighs> I'm having to give my myself my little 
spe speech that my mom would normally give me. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You are qualified. Yeah, I'm having to give myself this little speech every day. Not because anything that he has, I mean, he is super nice. But, like, it got to the point where he would walk into the room and I'd be like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> like, I'm sure that man thought I had some bladder issues. But I'm like, oh, literally every time I would see him, I would just uh, inwardly cringe. But, yeah, you know, it's been three years now and... <laughs> I wish that I could say that it was any better, but it is not. <laughs> oh, he probably thinks he hired a moron. And the reason that I'm thinking this is because one day I was leaving and I guess I don't really know what he was doing, but he was on the elevator with me. And let me remind you that it is on the 10th floor. Okay. So he gets on the elevator. I'm on the elevator and he's like, Hey, and I'm probably projecting a little bit, but it was like, oh, I didn't realize you still worked here. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I might be projecting a lot, but I'm like, hey, and it's like, you know, the small talk in the elevator, how are you, how are you, and then we didn't really know what else to say to each other, so I'm like, I never realized how long a 10 floor elevator ride was, and let me tell you, it is eternal. Starting the second job was a lot different for me than starting the the first job. I feel like the first job was, was probably easier because I was a lot younger. And I guess when you're younger you just have this this thought that you know everything everything's gonna work out because how could anything not, not work out? But when I started my second job it I had a lot you know a lot of the anxiety just, just starting because you know it was it was my first, I guess I had got com got comfortable with my first job because I'd been there for so long and I'm like, oh no, what if I go here and nobody likes me? Like that sounds so silly, but really like when you, when you start anything new, like you want people who are already there to, to like you. Some, I remember in the training, the first, it was, it was definitely two weeks now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and I was like, oh, when we were, it was some kind of computer training. And I was like, what if, what if they don't like me? I don't have any friends there. And they were like, oh, they're going to like you. And I'm, I guess they, you know, they do now, but it did take me two years to talk to them. So, um, but the, you know, they do like me now, but it was, it's definitely a lot different the second time around than it was than it was the first time around. Final thoughts before we wrap things up. So as I was listening through the episode before I started um, the closing thing, um, these are just some random thoughts that I had along the way. Um, the first thing is that I don't know why it always surprises me when, when people remember me after they haven't seen me. I mean, it makes sense that, that she would have remembered me because... You know, she knew my mom, but in my mind, if someone hasn't seen me for a long time, then they forget about me. But that never really happens, and, and I always end up surprised by it. Um, and uh, second thing is imposter syndrome is strong. And in case you're curious, 
I can actually do um, the alphabet thing and the state thing. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and do it for you now because it highly enter entertains me. Um, so the alphabet backwards is Z, Y, X, W, V, U, T, S, R, Q, P, O, N, M, L, K, J, I, H, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. And the states, I learned this little song when I was in the fifth grade. So don't laugh when the states in alphabetical order are kind of in a song. So I'm going to start now. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Now don't even lie, you know you're impressed. Alright everybody, that wraps up everything. Um, I hope that you enjoyed so far. Um, if you would like to reach out to me or comment on anything that you have heard in this episode or in any of the past episodes, you can reach me on the Facebook group. It's called Why Am I Like This Podcast. Um, another way to uh, keep up to date on all of the episodes is to follow or subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening on right now. Feel free to leave any comments or reviews, and I would really love it if you would reach out to me. Uh, once again, you can reach me on the Facebook page. It's Why Am I Like This Podcast. And don't forget, new episodes every Thursday. Thanks, everybody.